0: Good evening Log and welcome. Radio. Good evening and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. This is Pat Rossi, your vice president of Vit Friends, and this evening we have a special guest on with us. Um but before we um speak to him, I just wanna let all those who may be listening uh to be encouraged and to know that there's nothing that you can't handle. If you have it any problems, God is there to help you through it, so just remember that. And so this evening, we want to introduce to you Philip, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you this evening? Would you introduce yourself to uh, our listeners out on the airways this evening?
1: Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Philip. I'm from New York. I'm uh, 41 years old.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. You're, you're a very young man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: well i um i I guess I want to ask you a few questions and um if we get any callers in then um we'll take their call and we'll answer their questions and we'll go from there um, question um like i you said you're forty one um and before we go any further, were you born here uh did you live somewhere else um you know, tell us a little something about yourself, your family dynamics. Sure.
1: Uh, I was born okay. in New York. Um, okay. I am the uh, third of four children. Um, my Both my parents were born here uh, in New York as well. Um, I have a, an older brother, an older sister, and a younger brother. Um, okay. My father passed away when I was 10.
0: Okay. Wow. Um, Sorry to hear that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was it was a tough go, but my mother made up for it by being a great parent.
0: Very good, great very
1: parent. good. Yeah,
0: very good. Um, so you're married. I from our little short conversation together, I understand that you're married. And how many children do you have?
1: I have four children.
0: Wow. Um, how many boys? How many girls? Uh, two and two, just the way we planned oh. it. Oh, oh that that's, that's, that that that's lovely. <laughs>
1: um
0: okay so let me ask you. Um okay so you have vitiligo.
2: Yes.
0: Um when did you come to find out about your vitiligo and what was your reaction to, you know, finding out about it?
2: Well,
1: you know, I I've had it since um really since I was a, a you know, young kid um and it was a really you know, limited to my knees. It was My knees and my shins had the, the dots. And, and quite honestly, you know, as a child, I really, I never thought much about it. You know, it didn't really bother me. It was just something that made me a little bit different. I, I kind of like that. Um, and believe it or not, as, as I got older, um, you know, my mid to late teens, it went away. Completely went away. It didn't have it anywhere. Um, wow. And, yeah, it was, and the... You know, even the uh, dermatologist like it's extremely rare for that to happen. Um, and the only thing I can attribute it to, and it seems like kind of a stretch, but I lifeguarded for years. I was in the sun all the time, and maybe that had some kind of effect on it. Okay. Um, and no, I, no, my, no medications or anything like that. You, no, actually, no. Um, you know, in my late 20s, it, it started to come back. Um, and then my early thirties, it really came back with a vengeance, and at that point, it, it covered my knees, and then my hands are almost completely white. Um, you okay. know, I'm I'm, Caucas- I'm Caucasian, so it's it's not as obvious uh, in the winter, but in the summer, I'm Italian, so I, I tan a lot. Except there,
0: yeah, yeah. So you have that you have that
1: dark melanin in your
0: skin, so. Exactly. I understand. My husband is Puerto Rican, and you know, when he gets dark, it's just like one day he could get dark, and it doesn't, it can't change. You can't get it darker or, or lose it. So I understand the, the the that type of melanin in your skin, even as a Caucasian. You know, it, for me, I'm I'm African American, but I've, you've seen my picture. I yeah. um. <laughs> don't look like that But I can't right. tan at all <laughs> I'm <Right>. untanable <laughs> so, right,
1: I have a few few parts of me that untenable as well
2: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> appreciate
0: that. and, But that's so interesting that While you were a younger person And being the lifeguard You were able to regain your, your pigmentation Because that's why I asked if you were doing any kind of You know, medication Because I've heard from, you know Several people, you know, the types of medicines that the dermatologists might have given them, along with sun, allowed them to regain the uh, color in their on their skin. So that's why I asked if it was because it didn't have to be from the dermatologist as well. It could have been. Any 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 kind of medicine, so
1: right, that's yeah, very just, interesting. Uh, baby oil. <laughs> back,
0: okay, back then yeah. we didn't put on
1: sunblock, we put on baby oil. Baby oil, like
0: yeah, that was to help you cook a little bit faster. Right, that was exactly all.
1: Exactly
2: right. <laughs> we do it I about. know. Exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. But you know what? The baby oil kept us from getting skin cancer. We we they don't believe that, but I do because who knew? You know. All the right. all the sunning with the baby oil because it was pl- even in my family. You know, we went to the islands and you know, get the baby oil and they put iodine in it. <laughs> yeah, I <didn't> go that <laughs>
1: crazy. that's crazy. Yeah,
0: so so yeah. That, you know that's just to show you we did things that we had no idea about. But right. so so you you said like when you got in your thirties the. Um, the vitiligo started up again Was there any change in your life Like at 30 Like did you get married um, Start having children Because you know they say stress And you yeah, know I mean, marriage is I, not know, stressful
1: But it's yeah, a new thing right. I, yeah, I, Anybody says marriage isn't stressful Really I'm Probably not married um, Yeah this is true <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah I mean I, I was married at 28 Um Okay I uh, actually, you know, I, I was a smoker for a few years, really, college, which was silly, but I quit smoking at 27. 28, I was married. Um, by the time I was 29, I had my first son. Uh, okay. I mean, I did try, believe it or not, I did try a treatment on hands. I tried, Um, it was a, a steroidal cream, and it yeah. really had no effect whatsoever, so I just stopped okay. using it. Okay. Yeah.
0: So then that, you know, that, because you know, of all the people, different people that I've talked to, you know, like going to conferences and different, various things, people, different things in their life, you know, had certain triggers for them. Like, for me, it was asthma. And oh, wow. it happened right after I got married in 1996. I got asthma. I got, you know, I could say cured from it, but the medicines that I was taking, by the time 1997 came, that's when the the vitiligo started, right. so yeah,
1: yeah, it's, you know, right. it's an you know, they say it's an anti immune disease, and, and you know, uh, strangely enough, my wife came down with very serious Crohn's disease uh, about four or five years ago. Uh, you know, very okay. very bad, badly, which okay. is another uh, you know similar, you know,
0: yeah, really so don't so know
1: exactly what causes it, but it's the body, in essence, you know, exactly attacking itself. So mm-hmm. it's not how we both got it.
0: Yeah, well, um, like Valerie, who, you, you know, who's a, the president of Zip Friends, her husband also has vitiligo. Oh. So, you know, um, it, you know, I, it, it's strange, like you said, but we, they don't know. They can't tell you. They tell you this today. They tell you that tomorrow. So it's, right. um, you know, you just have to um, uh, be thankful for your life. Because Absolutely. you know, it, it it could be it could be worse, and that that was my that was my strength. Um, that's yeah. what allowed me to you know. Oh, well, how what are you gonna do? No, what am I gonna do? I'm walking. I'm talking. I'm breathing. Yeah.
1: I'm, right. I'm, I'm fine. Healthy. I'm
0: healthy. Exactly. Just,
1: uh, you know, just a paint job.
0: Exactly. You know? It's exactly. I'm a Mercedes with a,
1: with a little flaw in the paint job, but it's still a Mercedes, right?
0: <laughs> exactly. 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 So now. Um, so I'm assuming um, there's nobody else in your family history that well, you know of. That
1: well, actually, is, is my, there? My, yes, my uncle, uh, my father's brother, who, who passed away a few years ago in his 80s, had it. And, and you know, the, the funny thing is, he he had it on his face, and I I don't remember it. You know, my mother said, "Oh well, yeah, know. my uncle had it very badly." I guess I was I guess I was blind to <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. it. Yeah. The Hold on one the second, Philip.
0: We have a we have a caller. Hold on one second, okay?
1: Uh, where did my page
0: go? Okay, there it is. Okay. Hello.
2: Good evening. Hello, Pat. Hello, Philip.
0: How you doing, Valerie?
2: This is Valerie from Boston. I'm doing great. Hi, Philip.
1: Hi. How <laughs> are you?
2: It's so wonderful to have you on our talk show tonight.
1: Oh, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be on.
2: I'm here in Boston, and I'm enjoying myself. I just have two questions, and I'm going to leave you guys. I think you just touched on it. I wanted to know for you, Philip, had there been any family history? I believe you just started saying that, so I missed it in my dialing process. Right. Right. So,
1: That was my father's brother. Your father's brother.
2: My father's brother. brother. Uh, he's, uh, you
1: know, he passed away a few years ago. He'd be uh, in his mid 80s by now. He was, uh, you know, he was a very prominent surgeon, very successful man. Big family, uh, had it on his face, um, and I don't. He moved away when I was young, so I, I don't, I don't have a clear memory of him. Um, but my mother said, you know, he had it around his lips and around his eyes, on his face, pretty significantly. Um, so, so that's the one family history I know of.
2: Okay, and I jumped in late, so. Again, you didn't have this as a young teen, you know, dealing with teenage issues. Bedilago wasn't in your, your, um, in your life at that point, right? It was. It was just very limited. It was on my knees
1: as as a, as a child and into until early high school, and then, uh, it, believe it or not, it went away. Went away for a number of years where it was almost completely gone, and then okay. it, it came back in all the parts it was there, and then even more, with a vengeance. Guy, a
2: guy, how did you? I'm, um people treated you if they noticed it what sort of treatment did you get from folks pointing staring all that sort of thing um, yeah
0: that was one of my questions to come yes
2: <laughs> you know it it's funny you know the, the joke of
1: my family is I'm oblivious I, I you know i i i never i never thought i mean every, you know every now and then you get a little self conscious especially in the summer and you know I'll, I'll be the first to admit i probably should cover up more and, and not let the sun hit me as much but i i don't um you know, I, I mean, I definitely saw people look, uh, you know, and I guess they'd look at me with a little bit of, you know, like what's what's going on with his hands? His hands are white. You know, even right now, even around my lips is starting a little bit. So I'm wearing a goatee, so it kind of uh, it masks it a little bit. You know, my elbows is it, are has white. Has your goatee turned white? No, no. You know, it, it's it, it, where the ring of white is is, is you know, outside of the follicles, So it's literally okay. just hugging my lips. So my my okay. hair doesn't go that far, so I haven't had that happen yet. I, I'm okay. assuming it will eventually get there though, because it's been spreading a little bit. All right.
2: well you know, I'm gonna leave you guys. But one of the things, um, Philip, that I was honored that you would uh, want to come in on this talk show. My, when I encounter men with this condition here in Boston, and I start engage them in conversation, tell them about our conference, having them to come, and share their journey just as you're doing here, I get a negative, a no. What you? What is your take on men? Uh, why are they willing and open to, to, to wanting to participate and share in this conversation? I don't know. I don't know if you have a clue. Uh,
1: you know, I, I think it's just men in general. And, uh, you know, most of us are usually not so quick to share our feelings.
2: <laughs> yeah. True.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, everybody has their own thing. I mean, some people haven't come to terms with it. You know, it's something that's very painful to yeah. them. And, and, you know, and, and it's diff- it's difficult. I mean, for most men, and I'm just not like that, but most men, you know, and this includes, you know, my brothers and my family, don't like to share their feelings, things that really hurt them and painful to them. That would be my guess. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like man.
2: To <laughs> put <Yeah. laughs> it was was in a general, general form. Yeah. True it, honor, it's a true general true thing. Honor, truly honored that you would say yes to to being a part of our conversation. And I hope that men, if you're out there listening, you know, join us. Our conference is coming up July 28th. And, you know, we need men like you. So thank you so much. Oh,
1: no, my thank pleasure. You. Really. Thank you. Thank, thank you.
2: Guys. I'll continue to listen. God bless. <laughs> All right. Thanks.
1: Bye-bye. All right.
0: Uh thank you Valerie for calling. Um so with that last question that she she posed to you, my question my next question would have would be um when you have had to speak about your vitiligo to anyone if you have um do you find that it's a sense of encouraging someone with anything, not necessarily having vitiligo, but giving them the sense to be encouraged,
1: especially for you know, a man? You know, I, I I I think it's it's a little different. I see. I don't I don't. It, it doesn't it doesn't affect me. Like I mean, I, I have it, and, and, and yeah, you know, I mean, I'm a little self conscious about it at times, but you know, it, it's fleeting.
0: I, I, okay, you know, so people, you have point, it, it doesn't have
1: you. I, exactly. I mean, when, when people ask me about it, it, it you know, I, I, I light up. I you know, like it's something to educate because, quite honestly, until I was in my 20s and my 30s, I didn't even know what it was. I just saw these little white spots in my body and I didn't think much about it. You know? Okay. Um, I mean, I honestly didn't, I never even heard the word vitiligo. And and the first time I ever heard about it was when we were talking about Michael Jackson.
0: And, okay, and, and, you know, and that's how
1: and that's how people associate it,
0: which is really horrible. But, <laughs>
1: but you know, that's how. They... But the funny thing is, and 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 what really blew me away was that, you know, as soon as I, I you know, as I really paid attention, it was obvious he had it. But people mm-hmm. were like, oh no, he didn't have it. It was an excuse to to bleach his skin white or whatever. it but was. But because
0: of who he was, it made sense for him to do yeah, you know, there, what
1: he there, did. There's a lot of ignorance about it. You know exactly. so, so I would say you know you know what Michael Jackson everybody thinks that Michael Jackson claims he has well I have it too and I could mm-hmm. wear a glove on my hand too and it would you wouldn't see it
2: I mean you know it's just exactly. exactly.
1: I'm not about exactly. the word glove
2: <laughs> but you know what I
1: mean
2: <laughs> It would look
0: a little strange in this weather especially you know <laughs> Yeah
1: I don't know if I could pull it off I really
2: don't
0: think so I, I don't I don't think so So now um getting back to 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 family um With you know not that much time left, but um, how 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 do you how do you see your children um, reacting to you when people react to you? If that makes any sense.
1: Um, you know I I don't think I've come across maybe one or two minor instances where anybody really made a big thing about it. I mean I had my my um, my daughters. Um, Girl Scout leader. Um, her, her, she, she's Caucasian, but her daughter is is um, is black because her, her, the father's black. Okay. Okay. And she she brought it up to me, and she said, "That's vitiligo." I've been trying to explain to to my daughter what exactly it was. Can you tell me about it? So my daughter witnessed that, and I have you know I, have, I you know I have no shame. I, I have no problem explaining what it is. I said, "Yeah." Okay. What it is, you know. Um. My my kids. My my son thinks it's cool. He thinks it makes okay. me different. He likes it. Uh and, you know it's 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 not like a huge topic of conversation because I don't I, you know it doesn't like I said it doesn't you don't, have me. Okay. <laughs> and, and which is which is excellent. I mean,
0: you would be a, a a perfect um person but but I have to say a perfect man to stand before men who have issues of all sorts because this is something that is a visual um, problem. Um, It could be a visual. It could be a problem. But because if there's a problem internally, we can hide it. So uh, uh, one of my my famous sayings is that most people wear their imperfections on the inside, but people who have vitiligo have their imperfections on the outside. Right. and that's how people see you when they look at you they're like oh you know oh look at him i mean like now people stare at me for whatever reason i don't understand now because i i don't display that there's anything wrong with me but when i was going through my transition it was it was it was a hard deal because i rode the subway i i had to be out there, and people stare. People are rude. Um, they get up from seats, and because I didn't like, like you said, I didn't let it carry me. I carried it with me. You know, would you be the type of person if you were asked to speak to men? Would you be willing? Because there are men who have vitiligo and they don't talk. Um, and, and I see. I mean. I see you being comfortable enough with yourself that you wouldn't have a problem with with doing that.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I mean if I can help anybody, I will. It's it's kind of in my nature. Um, okay,
0: okay. That that's a that's that's good because and I think um why people may not and I, and, and that could be um um female chauvinistic <laughs> is because because you are a man. And people don't, you know, go to men and say, oh, what happened to you, opposed to, you know, somebody coming up to a woman and saying, oh, what happened to you. It's a lot different for men, you know, because I guess yeah, maybe
1: ma-
0: we all stand in a different way.
1: Yeah, right. Well, you know, for the most part, and I can't say this is entirely true because my wife is tough as heck, but, you know men generally are a little bit more aggressive and the way they carry themselves would be you know they put up a little bit more of a shield and, okay. I, and I think women are just a, women are generally easier to approach i would think you know, yeah approach or
0: or or be intimidated because i've come across many women with vitiligo and they carry themselves um sometimes slumpish um okay. uh very um intimidated you know, like right. they carry their heads low uh,
2: yeah. you know
0: so it's it's easier to um be deflated as a woman because your beauty is is on the outside, yeah, you know, even though it's not yeah. it's right not. No, I
1: understand. well you know we're we're, we're in an age where we're you know everybody's you know so focused on on how you that. look and not right. how you feel on the inside. So,
0: I mean, it's really a a privilege and an honor to speak to someone, to speak to a man who has um, uh, the self-esteem and, you know, that says, so what? Because that's what you're really saying is, like, so what? I have this, but it doesn't have me, and that's excellent. I mean, I've had that attitude, you know, I had a 10-year process, um, and, it's it's hard because women wear makeup, they wear clothes, and they got the whole. I don't. I didn't have time for that. I just was like, look, here I am. Um, let's keep it moving, you know. And I'm sure people, like you said, your kid. It doesn't bother your kids. It doesn't bother your wife. So they see you. They don't see vitiligo, um, or if you if you were handicapped, you would still be doing what you need to do. And that's why people. Um, with different um, debilitating things that happen to them, it depends on how you attack it that keeps uh keeps us strong, right? You know, so um, I I really um you know commend you because just like Val says, it's hard to get someone to come on the radio and and, and talk about whatever more or less to have a man. If you did a survey, I'm sure it would be um. <laughs> Ten women and one man so i'm 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 i was i'm really i'm honored that i i had the opportunity to do the the interview with you um in the last couple of uh minutes we've got you know a little more than five minutes left. I would like for you to um give our listeners something that they could go away with um as far as Helping them to feel that they they can deal with just anything um not just vitiligo because we 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 can't limit um encouragement to just what we have um vitiligo, but right. what could you what could you say to them that you know um you know would, would help them realize that they could go on no matter what.
1: Um, you know, I, I guess, you know, and this is kind of how I've always lived my life, and, and maybe it's a little bit of a gift that it just came to me naturally, but, uh, you know, I compartmentalize things. I, I don't dwell on any one thing too long, especially if it's something beyond my control. Uh, you know, why stress over something I can do nothing about because it just eats you up. So I just let my brain go somewhere else, and I okay. focus on the, the task at hand, and I don't worry about all the, Things swelling above my head that I have no control over. I have no control over my vitiligo. It's it is what it is. Um, I can live with it. I have lived with it. I've had a great life. I have a great family. I have great friends, and nobody judges me harshly because of it. And if they did, they wouldn't be my friends. That's simple.
0: Excellent. 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 Excellent.
1: Um. Um. Just, you know,
0: for all those who are listening as well as you, Phillip, Um, you know, we have a conference coming up next month at the end of the month. It's a one-day conference. It's in Boston. And if you and your family are not doing anything or anyone who's out there listening, we really would encourage you guys to, you know, um, go on Zip Friends and see about the conference and, you know, right. try to make it. I mean, it's really um, – Can I say, it's uplifting. Um, You go away with a lot of knowledge. I mean, we've got a lot of things going on. I think we even have a a comedian this year uh, that is someone who helps with laughter because laughter is important in life. Um, And so, you know, um, talk to your family and see, because we're going up, we're driving up, um, and you're, you're up higher than we are. And you're in New York, but what part of New York are you in? I'm um, on Long what, Island. Oh, so you are you are <laughs> you're lower. I'm in the Bronx, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I'm a little bit Bronx. close. I'm a little bit closer to I'm a little bit closer to Boston than you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's funny
1: because I'm actually going to be in Boston the week before.
0: <laughs> ah, <laughs> I'm wow. Yeah. Okay, okay, but um, you know, I, I'm really glad um you know, that you, you decided to, you know, join Vit friends and, you know, any other time that you might wanna, you know, call or whenever we're having a show, you know, call in because there's always um there's always nuggets, you know, to to help us through the day. Um, I don't know if you listened to our last show with um the young lady from um New York Day okay. Yes. And um uh she goes to the church that I attend beautiful young lady, so much courage, um, you know I think as adults and like you were saying, we, we, we have life a lot, a little more narrowed down so when you're younger I think it's probably a little bit harder to deal with but she you wouldn't think, you know anything, you know, boom she's just, you know, so if you get a chance to listen to her show um, you should listen to her, I mean she some folks called in and they I, they left me Feeling like, um, wow, I got something here today So, you know, I really enjoyed, um, you know, talking with you And I will, you know, be talking with you again And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, even if it's not this year Next year when we have our conference It would be nice for you guys to come up I would love to meet you and and your family So,
2: um,
0: you know, thank you for letting us probe into your life Um, One last thing that I want to say to you if your mom has any pictures of your uncle, you should tell her to dig them up so you can see what you didn't see when you were a kid. <laughs> that's
1: a great. That's a great idea. I should try to do
0: yeah.
2: that.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I'm sure there's pictures. You know, family loves to take pictures. So
2: absolutely.
0: Um, I, that was something that i did for myself i did lots of photos because i wanted to see my journey and it was a journey it really was a journey yeah. you know to yeah. look back and see like i was like whoa i was kind of monstrous looking you know <laughs> so but i could say it and not feel bad about it you know right. so um and that's something that i suggest even for yourself you know chronicle you know you know your your transition and it it's probably easier for someone you know being caucasian but i think it's a harder fight for african-american
2: especially depending
0: on your complexion yeah it it, it's harder it is harder but it's still it's still a transition in your life that either you're willing to deal or you're not so i decided to deal there you go absolutely that's what we got to do got to keep moving exactly yeah you got to keep moving i mean like you the the thing that you said that stuck to me um this evening was that um we're just um a piece of art and i i always used to say that you know i i'm um one of god's creatures and i'm just a piece of canvas and he draws what he wants on each of us and okay. that i mean for you to say that it was like you took that from my from my from my mind and mm-hmm. uh, it's really, it's true what, what can you do? I mean, he created mm-hmm. us And he said, okay, Philip can can handle that Pat can handle that Val can handle So it's really a good thing And I want to thank you very much for, you know, doing the show Okay? It was
1: my pleasure Thank you for having me All right
0: us. No problem God bless you and your family And I hope to talk to you really soon
1: Thank you, God
0: bless All right well, radio friends, I just want to uh, give you guys a thank you for listening to Philip and continue to be supportive of friends, Remember, our conference is coming up July 28th. If you can't come, sign up, do a donation so someone who wants to go can come. We just want to thank all of you guys out there for listening. God bless you, and have a wonderful evening.